0: Today we sit down with a trio of player development specialists, Ben Perkins, Jeff Dosado, and Andre Shaw. You're going to love it. Can't say enough about this episode. We get to go round and round, talk about hoops, talk about family, and talk about impact. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back. We got (laughs) a we got All Access Coaches Corner on the All Access Network podcast. Uh, Some new additions for 2021. We're going to All Access Network more so than Coaches Corner, but we got the Coaches Corner section. So we're still over here in the corner. We're hanging out with some high-level basketball educators today. We got a real treat. Uh, I'm not going to call them trainers. Uh, They're development specialists for sure because they develop not only the people uh, but the players themselves. and they get results at a high level and neither one none of them are looking for the hype you know so i'm gonna do my best to provide a little hype today but uh welcome fellas welcome gentlemen how we doing good man thanks thanks for good. having, thanks for Thank having us glad to be here yeah yeah we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun so we'll kind of uh pass the rock uh, around uh, we'll just start out by just saying who is and then you know you guys just say your name and just tell us and tell the people who you are we'll let. We'll let the veteran go first. I'll let my man Perk go first. So who is, and then say your name, and then just lead it into it.
1: Who is Ben Perkins? Uh, I'm a former nine-year professional player. Uh, been doing this now, uh, basketball educating for 12 years. Uh, current uh, basketball director and national scout for John Lucas Enterprises. Uh, runs my, run my own business, Perk Performance where i've been been doing that heavy for the last 12 years man just trying to do my part to help these you know community just to be the best version of them as i can
0: i didn't mean to leave it on that too long ben but we got to get an extra extra close up on you for a second but uh no appreciate that we'll go okay. middle ground next with my man jd uh, who is
2: who is Jeff Desado? Uh, player development coach, uh, originally from Montreal, Canada, now residing in uh, Los Angeles via Dallas, Texas, via Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, currently running two organizations: uh, the Hoot Detail Performance is a uh, training and sport performance organization, and LA Pro is is a uh, is our club team. Uh, started coaching after I finished playing. Um, in 2008, uh, coached at the high school level, uh, prep school, coached in college full time, and uh, now now living in LA, uh, primarily focused on the uh, on the coaching and development side. I
0: love it. I love it. And then we got the rookie in the game. Uh, we got the vet. We got the the, the middle of the road uh, in his peak prime, and then now we got the rookie. So. Uh, Andre is a former college coach that has now jumped into the game, so I'll let him introduce himself.
3: Uh, who is Andre Shaw? Okay, so Andre Shaw, uh, I'm originally from New York City. i um, been coaching college basketball uh, for eight years, and now I, uh, I work with Tim Martin uh, as a player development coach. I'm also the uh, assistant junior college basketball coach at Collin County Junior College. Um, moved to frisco texas and i've been loving this journey um somewhat new but uh, i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it
0: so yeah i've been blessed to work with all these guys and, and, and get to know them uh, dre just mentioned collin county that's kind of my roots but i've known dre since he was a ga in the game and i uh, have always done, done done my best to just reach out and make sure he knew he had a big brother in this crazy rat race uh, and now he's uh, transition to doing some player development and doing some J.C. And I think he's in a great spot where more people are going to be able to see him and what he does and how good he is at what he does. He's been in Division Two level for a long time, and uh, sometimes you don't get seen, and there's not the same kind of visibility or opportunity to connect. So I'm excited for Dre and then uh, Ben and Jeff. Ben's been tremendous to me, uh, allowing me to get back. I've worked for Lucas before in some camp situations when I was younger, uh, younger in my career as a junior college assistant, similar to what Dre is doing. And then uh, as a college coach in between jobs, uh, to be honest, Ben's been an awesome friend and just mm-hmm. reaching out. And it's just like, hey, man, come, come down, get in the gym with us, work with us. And uh, uh, he's been tremendous. Like I said, I always, always love those opportunities. Player development really is my favorite part. I think Ben talked about this before, but that was the favorite part about being in college for me. Uh, that's where I felt like I could make my biggest impact. I'd love to see a player go from where – he started to, to take him to a place that he didn't know he could he could get to. And, and that – in college, it ends up being academics and, and social and so many other things. And I think similar to what you guys do, if you're any good at player development, you're really developing the person, right? Because if you're not developing the person, you're not going to be any good. You're not going to be – you're only going to be as good as the person themselves allow you to be, right? So – and then I met Jeff through Ben, through John Lucas – and uh, me and Jeff just kind of hit it off. Jeff's got a whole different swag. He's on a whole different level. And uh, he's just, he he is he is a charismatic entity that brings an energy and a uh, a presence that you just have to be like, whether you want to respect it or not, you have to give it his just due. You got to tune in and be like, man, what's this guy really about? And uh, we just hit it off well. And I'm so excited about all the things he's doing. and uh, Again, kind of a, minority already in, in in the player development game because I don't know that there's a lot of people with the same background and nationality that you have to, to, to do the things you're doing and be able to get the respect that you're getting in doing it. So I have the utmost respect for him too. So I'm going to mm-hmm. quit talking. So before we get to the player development stuff, each one of you guys I know personally and our fathers and husbands. So let's talk about that part of the who is I'm gonna jump out of the screen. You guys mm-hmm. kind of take your time, say whatever you want to say to chime into that part, and then I'll jump back in and we'll talk some more. Who? Man,
3: so. <laughs> Man. uh Dre,
0: Dre, do you have
2: you you have you have kids?
3: I have a, a two-year-old son. He turns three uh-huh. March 26. Man, um, the be- the beauty is, you know, he gets to. see what i do i get i I get a chance to take him to the gym right you know um he interacts with the guys the guys love him um but parenting is hard man It's 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 hard it takes a lot of patience um takes a lot of creativity you know trial and error and as a i only have one son so you know just i'm just trying to do the best that i can but it's, it's it's awesome man it's awesome um what he notices, what he's aware of, the things that he picks up. He, he loves the game, you know, of basketball. And uh, I could be in the gym and we get home and he has his little hoop on the wall. And next thing I know, I, 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 uh, he's in his room and I hear him counting down. Five, four, three, two, one, and then he'll shoot. I mean, shot clock situation, he's supposed to shoot before the time is up. But, um, you know, just these just little things like that that he picks on. Uh, that picks up that 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 amazes me as as a brand new father. But yeah, his name is Nixon Shaw.
2: That's awesome. I'm 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 a relatively new father. I know I know Ben's Ben's a vet a vet at this already. I have a three year old, and um, it, it it really like in situations like that, uh, you know, we just really realize how much impact we have on other kids. Right. And now being a father, a relatively new one. It 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 really heightens our sensitivity to our impact towards youth because I had this conversation with somebody before. I maybe can remember one or two teachers throughout my whole academic life, but I can probably remember almost every coach I've had, good and bad. You mm-hmm. know, so so be, being 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 uh, again a relatively new father, being sensitive to that and just thinking of you know our athletic life uh and, and, and student athlete life in the past, you just really realize how important it is about how how much or how well we influence other kids and and really, really trying to do the same for ours. You know what I mean? But and, and, and Ben, you've you've you know how, how old is chance? Now chance chance your oldest?
1: Yeah. I mean I'm I'm 17 years old, man. Seventeen <laughs> year old junior. It's it's a, again you see this this gray hair that didn't come about—it
2: wasn't there when we first met.
1: <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, seventeen-year-old um, junior. Uh, I mean, he's been—he's been my—he's been, my, been my study, man. He's been my—he's been one of the kind of guiding, you know, kids in this process for me, um, just to—to to really learn and, and and grow, you know. Uh, he started out, he, he, he took on the basketball late. You know, I was, I never forced it on my kids. So I was like, you know, if it's something you want to do, you come to me and tell me, you know, uh, he was in the seventh grade and he came to me and he said, okay, dad, I want to play. So I looked at him and I'm like, all right, now, you know, your dad, if you want to play, we're going to go. And and I mean, he's, he's taken to it, man. And uh, I've been fortunate, you know, he's, He's he's really developing. He's growing. He's improving. He's kind of that kid. Uh, he's he's the kid that every college coach would want on their team, kind of kid. You know. So uh, you know, it, it's it's been a blessing, man. And then go down the line. You know, uh, my 14-year-old daughter now. She's in the ninth grade.
3: So 14.
1: Yeah, she's 14. Jeff, she's six-two now. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> So, I
2: remember seeing her at pants and stuff. She was obviously yeah. shorter than me, but yeah. that's, those days are gone.
1: Yeah, now she's so she's a freshman at St. Pius. She's averaging 20, 12, and six as a freshman. Okay. So yeah. she's you know we kind of joke because Chance, my my oldest, is the is the player that I I would I would have liked to be you know when it came to mindset approach and all of those things she's me like she's that. she's a little more outgoing than me but that that confidence cocky you got to tell them to calm down kind of you know she's she she's never doubted her confidence so you know it's, it's 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 fun when you see yourself and your kids um but it's also it's also fun when you see the growth you know that your kids make over the years and um you know, I don't want to forget, you know, I still got my baby that's coming up through yeah. it. She's yeah, 30 now. She's running the whole household, you know. <laughs> so I got a, there's that 10 year gap that's there. I thought I was out of it, <laughs> <laughs> Pull me right back in. You know, it's 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 a blessing, man. It, it really is. Talk,
0: talk real quick, fellas, about, uh, uh of course, I'm, I understand the fatherhood. I have uh two and one on the way in, in a few weeks. Congratulations.
1: Congratulations, I saw that. You yeah, better, you better yeah. watch. You
0: know, you can it can happen anytime, though. Man. Yeah. hard, hard worker. <laughs> they, they, they say in the pandemic, you're either getting divorced or you, you're making babies. So I'm on the good side of it. <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go.
0: No, no divorces. But uh, yeah, so talk about the, be, be the husband side of things, right? Because obviously, as guys that are driven, you put a lot of time in the gym with other people's kids. You put a lot of time in the gym and your craft how do you balance that? Let's talk that real quick before we get into the basketball side because this is the stuff ultimately that also you guys are modeling in front of the players that you're developing. So talk about how it's not just for the gram. Talk about the real parts of being a husband real quick. Just just a minute, minute and a half, whatever whatever fits, whatever whatever thing you want to say.
1: Well, I mean
3: – Go ahead. You go ahead. I would just say just, just being present, man, is something that um, – Honestly, I, I was listening to another podcast and one of the uh, Division One coaches was talking about being an active listener and trying to be really present. That's something that he had to relearn uh, during the, the pandemic. Um, and that's something that, you know, hit home for me because uh, I had to do the same thing. Honestly, you know, as a former college basketball coach, I mean, you're on the road, you're on the go, you're getting phone calls late night, guys need something, whatever the case may be. Um, and you're never really present. You're never really there, I, I should say, and 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 in, in the way that you should. Um, so now, when things are slowed down, um, it really forces that um, to rebuild, you know, that that relationship, and 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 really force yourself to to be present in the moment um, and it to those needs. So that's something that I could say I, I truly, truly got better at um, during this time. It's awesome. I mean, I mean for, for me, it's it's.
1: You know, my wife is, has has helped me more than, you know, you can ever express, man, because the being married was one of my biggest growing points. You know, I've grown more as a man through marriage and understanding the responsibilities, understanding uh, how to be present, you know. When you think about it, being an athlete, you know, playing basketball for your whole life and doing all of these things, you know, basketball can consume you. Um, But she's guided me and she's really helped me with learning how to be present, how to prioritize, how to set aside time. Because when, when we're in this, the way that we are, you know, even when you're not in the gym, your mind is normally always in the gym. You're thinking about how you can, you know, do something to help a, help a kid or, what kind of drill can you improve? And you know, your mind is constantly gone. But you know, she's helped me and really taught me, you know, how to be present, how to schedule a time where we go and we'll just go out to eat and just talk, catch up, connect. You know, um, it's to be to be honest, it's one of my proudest proudest times is is just how I've grown as a man. You know, with my marriage, with my wife.
2: Same. I mean, everything that you guys have done is to a T is what's continued to make our 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 uh, our marriage successful. And and to be honest, and and I guess this might be helpful to those that are thinking about getting married or those that are just newly married. We we personally we, we run a household like like a business. We 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 schedule certain times, and you know, I'm I'm fortunate enough, and I'm, I'm sure like you guys as well. Our wives know what you know. They know what our lifestyle entails they know that when we're doing if we're not actively engaged in something that we're doing with them our mind is going to start wandering to a workout wandering to a kid wandering about one of those kids problems that they're having and you trying to fix that and 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 really giving as much un, i guess uh uninterrupted time and and scheduling We, we schedule lunch dates we schedule you know, free time together, we schedule, Hey, let's talk about our finances on this day. Let's talk about, you know, and it, it's never, it's never perfect. We never always, you know, stick to it, but we treat it very much like a business because, you know, as, as much as we are uh, based or on the foundation of, of love and, and, and unity and togetherness, you know, we still have to be able to move things forward. You know, we still gotta be our professional Uber drivers to our daughter. <laughs> we We still gotta, you know, Go to the gym at this time and work. So um yeah, I mean, I, time management and being present; those are, those those are certainly, you know, uh, I guess pillars in, in, in what makes the household work for sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Talk about you know, just the rock of all of our, our worlds is uh is our better halves and putting up with us is you know they all deserve an award. So mm-hmm. if you have a significant other who's any part of this coaching thing, yeah, you deserve you deserve an award and all kind of special vacations and whatever you get. But uh, I think that part, but all of you talked about, I think Leonard Perry, matter of fact, Shaw, I do yeah. on that one, but he, he talked about that on uh, All Access, uh, being more present, you know, and just being, and listening more, you know, and then of course, Jeff, you kind of talked about scheduling. I mean, it sounds, it may not sound right because it's not, maybe, real, but it's, it's important. It's like, It
2: sounds terrible, but that's
0: the, the only way
2: you know, you that's the only way can make, make, make you
0: know, it's the only way it works for us. And it, yeah, everybody, yeah, if you're yeah, not that. intentional about your time, then your time will go to something else.
3: Right?
0: You have yeah. to
1: listen. I, I, I'm literally in the gym every day to the point where my wife and I, we had to, she sat down and we had to sit down and say, Listen, Friday evenings mm. is my time. And All that's good. it. You know, like I don't, you know, I'll work from Sunday. To, to Thursday and then back going Saturday, but I know on those Friday nights we'll go out, you know, we'll go out, have dinner, you know what I mean, and just reconnect and talk and, I mean, honestly I've learned that it's as valuable for me as it is for her, and right. you don't realize, you don't understand, you don't really grasp what it means right. until you start to do it and you realize it. It. It, it's important to have that that balance and that separation.
0: No question. Otherwise, you'll be all into this and then you'll crash. Yeah, you know I mean? you're all into that and then crash again. So uh, that, that, that's why I picked up g- golf
2: recently. I, I'm, and I'm sure some of you guys may have seen that. But mm-hmm. it's 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 an activity that that I can do that that's not heavily impacting on my body. Right. And for whatever amount of time that I'm doing that the value is that I'm not thinking about basketball, right? You know what I mean? So at least it gives me that, you know, one hour of time or whatever the case is to allow that decompression to be able to continue to sustain, you know, 15, 20, 25 plus years in the game. So
0: right. Um, right. Tiger, Tiger Woods. I see you. But It's just important though. It's important if you don't balance it and if you don't have, Outlets, and if, because we talk, we, we instill those things in our players, right? We want them to balance. Right. We don't want them to be too extreme in one thing or the other. So we it, it, it continues to challenge us to model that behavior. So as we talk about player development, the idea of being a trainer is thrown out, uh, and I will let you guys share your thoughts on that. So first, the idea of being a trainer versus somebody who actually legitimately develops players, teaches the game, and helps. Translatable skills to be put into play in a format whether that's junior high, high school, or college or NBA. There's a translatable skill set and uh, development process. So there's a difference between being a trainer who just I think in Houston it used to be anybody with a bag of ball and cones, right? Just anybody thought they everybody wanted to be the next John Lucas without being the next John Lucas and understanding what that meant. So. Talk a little bit about the idea of being a quote unquote trainer versus what you guys actually do. Um, And then we'll go secondly into, and so we'll go in order, we'll go Ben, Jeff, Andre, and then we'll go again, Ben, Jeff, Andre. Um, Second question is just, this generation of kid is so different, right? So what are the real challenges? Maybe pick two challenges and this generation of kids. So start out by just talking about the trainer uh, and then we'll pass the mic on the trainer concept uh, and the difference. And then uh, we'll go next to um, that idea of what two things in this generation of kids is important. So Ben, we'll start with you.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, basically what it is now, um, it's so different I've learned. And I think we spoke about it a little bit before we got started. I think it was two, three years ago, I completely changed the label on it and 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 changed it to saying that I'm a basketball educator, not a basketball trainer, because I didn't want to be lumped into that group. Um, because it's about educating. You know, it's about teaching. It's about, you know, connecting and really understanding with the kids. It's not just about, here's a drill, do it because I said so. You know, you have to really... Learn how to connect with each kid and understand that each kid is different. Each kid learns differently. Each kid absorbs differently. So it's it's about learning how to educate, learning how to connect with them, learning how to first build their trust, and then you know grow and and help them to be the best version of them that you can. So for me, I've tr- I've, I've completely changed it. I, I tell people I'm an educator. I'm a basketball educator, and you know that's basically the model that I really follow.
2: So um, you know, I've I, I, I've said this multiple times, and 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 piggybacking off what Ben said is where you know b- basketball is just is just my vehicle. You know, it, it's it's what I use uh, to be able to educate players or student athletes and and prepare them for life, essentially because. You know no matter whether they're their playing days finish in high school or they have a ten year pro playing career you know it, it' it's what they learn with with people like us that are gonna resonate throughout uh throughout their lives and i think i'm I'm not sure if I said this uh when when we started um filming but um you know if, if I really think throughout my life I probably don't remember or I probably couldn't remember more than one or two teachers uh over my lifetime, but I can certainly remember all of my coaches, you know, good and bad. But uh, you know that really just uh, you know resonates with me as far as how we're educating these kids and and, and players and 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 most importantly, my approach is, is just teaching teaching how and and most importantly teaching the why, uh, as we would when, when when kids are taught to uh, add, subtract, multiply, and divide. It's it, it's almost useless information if they don't know that when they go to a store and they buy something for $20 or that's $17 and they give them a 20 that they should get three back, you know? So it, it's all about teaching the why they're going to help them translate that knowledge and skill into, you know, a, a certain concept or read that they're going to encounter at whatever level they're at and whatever level they're trying to get to. Because, you know, teaching them without the understanding of why is is just teaching them to be obedient. But, you know, as, 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 as player development coaches that's that's not our role our role is to is to uh you know j- just like a parent is to not just tell them to do things it's is to prepare them to to live and perform independently uh without without needing us so uh you know just just from uh from from a broader perspective uh, I, I really believe teaching the why is the, the the most valuable thing that we can offer
3: I uh I mean, both you guys, Ben and Jeff, and you you guys touched it on, uh, hit the nail on the the head, man, about the education, teaching the why. Um, I guess for me, I've always been able to sustain great relationships with the guys that I've coached at the college level. um, And definitely now, you know, it's their development. uh, Maintaining those relationships, guys have been able to trust me not on the floor, but off the floor. And um, one thing i One thing I've noticed and you know I've gone to a few high school games and trainers, I say trainers, uh you can tell the difference when somebody's being taught, you know, why, how and scenarios versus guys that just you know throw cones out there and expect guys to do, you know, this move and that move, because those, you know, those things don't necessarily translate. Um different reads on the floor. Uh, the knowledge that you can give a guy, both, you know, on the floor and off the floor of situations, you know, I, I'm, I'm, not that, uh, I'm not that young, but I'm not that old either. So I, I, I can really relate to guys, and um, I've been in similar situations as them, you know, both, again, on the floor and off the floor. So being able to share that knowledge, uh, I think, is what is what sets us apart.
1: And for the second question, just talking about uh, what's the difference uh, with the generations, you know, um, for me, it's very transparent. It's very clear. When I grew up, which feels like a lifetime ago, you know, coaches and coaches would tell you, hey, do this because I said so, you know, do this, get on, the. you know, run the line, uh, get to this spot, you know, do these things. This generation is so different. You know, I look at it in three three uh, phases and, you know, Jeff touched on it really heavily. First is I teach the kids, you know, it's about, you know, what are you doing? But then it's about why you're doing it. And then you follow that up with how is it going to help you to be a better player? Like I make sure that I always attack whenever I'm educating these kids. I'm, I'm attacking it in those three phases, because if you don't take the time to connect with kids nowadays, it it won't work. You have to make sure that they understand what you're giving them is to help them. It's for them, and it's not just because you're just throwing something out there and telling them to do it. So, you know, it's really important. And then it's hard to say, but you really have to understand that, one of the biggest challenges is, 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 is the parents now and getting the parents to understand and trust that you're giving their kid what they need to be the best version of them. They struggle sometimes um, because they have their own vision. So a lot of times the struggle is just as much convincing and winning over the parents as it is this generation of kids. So it's just being clear and transparent with those things with what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how is it going to help them, you know, to be better place.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Ben, you, t- you took the, the, the words out of my mouth. Uh, when it comes to, you know, j- just managing the expectations of the parents, a lot of times, and I'm sure Ben and Dre, you guys can attest to it the same, where, uh, you know, a lot of times when we get the kids that are, Uh, A lot of times we get kids who are their parents, like that's their oldest child. So, you know, managing expectations of the parents when it comes to dealing adversity, dealing with adversity of their child and us as player development coaches, especially when we're dealing with 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 kids on the younger side, is that we have to understand that the kid is going to go through adversity and the parent is also going through that same adversity for the first time too, so they don't necessarily understand. So, from an education perspective, I think it's 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 important that you know that we that we educate the parents and manage their expectations of how we're going to treat or how we're going to coach their kid. Um, you know, which which back in the day, I, I think I saw this meme where it said like it was a picture of you know it was like 1980. And it was the, the parent and the teacher and they were yelling at the child uh, for like bad grades. And then fast forward to to today and it was the the kid and the parent yelling at the teacher, why does my kid have bad grades? So, you know, I, I think there's that there's a lot of disparity between, you know, my, my childhood and the uh, and, 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 and children today and what they deal with. And we also have to do. A better job in educating the parent on what what is actually involved in high level basketball, or teaching your high level, or getting your kid to a high level. Because you know, I, I do both. I I I train and I coach. And 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 for those that have that have done both with um, you know Ben, Jeff, and Dre, the trainers are always, for the most part, the good guys. Uh, you know, it, it, we're we're always the ones who who people come to to either talk about their current child's playing time situation. Uh, You know, we're always about the kid and their development uh, more often than not. But then Ben, Dre or Jeff, the coach, uh, we're the ones that are going to have to challenge the child. You know, that that one kid may be, you know, your, your, your quintessential professional, you know, always on time, always has the right things, always, always, always about the team. And we still might, create that adversity for them simply to just test them and build that part of them because we know that once they get to high level high school or or college those coaches are 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 only completely dependent on that child's ability to help them win you know so educating the parents as far as you know what to expect and and how to deal with those situations and and, and how to navigate through them, I think,
3: is equally as important the younger that you get them. I agree. Uh, I agree with, with both of you guys are saying. Um, I guess for me, uh, and it, it's funny because this happened recently. Um, I would say the challenge of teaching a generation um, media, you know, I, would, I had to work out. Um, some high school kids, some, some middle school kids. And I just, I, I don't know, I, I felt that they weren't going as hard as they could have. Um, so after the workout, um, you know, I huddled everybody up and I, and I said, you know, how many guys, if there were cameras in here, um, would you have going harder? And damn near everybody raised their hand. You know, and I, and I think that's a problem. Um, sometimes I question you know, do these guys really love the game or are they doing it uh, you know, for ballers life, for overtime, and some of these other media outlets. Um, you know, and I and I think that's a problem. We need to get back to being ultra competitive um and try to win at all win at all costs. Um I would say that, that has been a challenge.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I think I think just kind of finishing up on that, I think when you're dealing with this generation, the biggest the biggest thing that you have to keep in mind is, is you have to be persistent. Mm -hmm. You have to stay with it. Like it might not catch, it might not click with the kid or the parent um, at the pace that you feel it should a lot of times, you know, and, but you, you can't, you can't throw it out. You can't throw the kid away. You can't give up on it. You have to stay committed. You have to stay consistent even when it frustrates you because you might have a timetable that you think that that kid or that family should get it but it normally it doesn't work that way so you got to have the patience to to persevere and to stick with it and 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 really you know stay committed to it you know because it it's it's just not it's not the way that we remember it being you know when it comes to this generation so you got to you got to have that patience
0: if you had to say, we'll kind of speed this up a little bit. Those are all phenomenal answers. Couldn't agree more. We're going to keep this thing moving. Uh, if you had to say one word answer, you don't get to pick one. If you have to pick two, I'll let you pick two words. You don't have to break down the words, just two words to describe your philosophy in player development. What would those be? Anybody can go in any order. One or two words to describe your philosophy, your personal uh just two words to sum it up. You're on an interview. Hey, you got two words. What's what's your two what's your two words? Um
2: I'll go first cuz I don't want to forget it. <laughs> um intelligence and and uh intensity. Um, awesome. intelligence and intensity. Awesome. What you got, Ben?
1: Intensity
3: and detail.
0: Yep. Very close.
3: Detail Detail. That's, that, that's mine. Detail.
0: Detail twice. That means it's extra detailed. I love it. <laughs> <you.
3: laughs> A lot of teaching.
0: If you had to say um, an offensive, uh, two offensive things that you love to instill. We'll go three. Often, people love offense. We'll go three. Three offensive either concepts or words. Kind of same thing, lightning round, that you really love in your player development. Anybody can go any order.
2: Spacing, spacing, passing,
3: shooting. Good. Uh, Ball screen, playing off the ball, passing.
1: For me, spacing, ball handling, and shooting. Jeff took it. You know, that's that's it. Can't be better.
0: I want to dive in that a little bit. So, Jeff... Tell us the why behind your three. Uh, and all of you guys had similar things as far as player development. Uh, again, we'll talk about your some of your guys' mentors next. We'll talk about Lucas. We'll talk about Tim Martin. But there's something about intensity. There's something about detail that does separate you guys from being, being says a basketball educator. You know, Jeff talks about the trainer and not being, you know, everybody – that has a gym, a workout gym. Is just trying to figure out how can I get people in the door? How can I get a sweat? And if I can market it this way, I can probably make more money, right? So everybody's trying to be a trainer and some athletes, but you guys are real basketball teachers, real basketball uh, development specialists. And then Dre, you've been a coach forever. So you, under- and you still are, but now you're getting into the training game. So you're understanding how to take not just the scouting report detail, but the player development detail to another level because let's be honest in college coaching, the player development there's so many other things to manage that right. that doesn't get as much attention and NCAA only gives you so much time yeah. so now you're like a kid in the candy store because I know you and you're just like man I don't have I don't have restrictions I don't have compliance what right. have four hours a week <laughs> <laughs> exactly so so for all of you guys if you don't mind just give us a, a, a one minute one and a half minute expanded version of why you picked those three words for your offensive approach and how you develop. Um, and, and I guess I'll, 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 I'll quote
2: Luke on this. Uh, when it comes to spacing, um, if it's, it's some, if you understand spacing, you can play for any coach in any system anywhere in the world. You know, uh, if, let's say if you're a tremendous ball handler and, and, and you try and, you know, you, you create off the dribble and you, and and, and then you end up in a system that, 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 is purely off movement and, and passing. Then then, you know, I, I I would hope that you have some sort of background in, in understanding good spacing. So spacing, um, definite. You know, I I think that's the most important thing when it comes to understanding how to play. Um, and then the, I I believe the second part was was passing. Passing is the most underdeveloped uh, skill in the game. Uh, in, in my opinion, because uh, kids out there, uh, players at every point on their own, not necessarily with their trainers or with their coaches, are going to work on either their ball handling or shooting, uh, un, uncoerced, un—you know, like they'll do it completely on their own. Uh, but passing is something that's extremely important and also aligns well with, um, you know, obviously the understanding good spacing to be able to transport the ball. Uh, to somebody on time and on target, and then and then shooting. I mean, the the, the three point line is not as old in the game as you as you, as you think or as people might think it is. Uh, that that completely changed the game. I grew up in an era where uh, offensively it was a, it was a three out two in, and uh, you know you had your two two front court players with their back behind back to the basket. Whereas you know, and then over time it's evolved into a four out one in, and what the game is now. You know something. You know where you, you're just playing five out. And 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 it's really built, uh, you know, or, or 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 built on the foundation of, of understanding good spacing and and hey, it's 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 the highest value shot in the game. So the the it, it's a skill that you wouldn't not want all of your players to have, you know. Uh, if if, if the, there's always a place on a roster, uh, there's always a roster spot for people that can make shots. You know, people are paid millions of dollars in the league to make that corner three. You know, so. Uh, so spacing spacing, passing and,
3: and, and shooting.
0: Yeah, well said, well said. Uh we'll let Dre go next. We'll let the we'll let the OG go last. Uh
3: I believe my three were uh, ball screens. Um playing off the ball and uh I said passing and I wanna I I wanna stick to that, but I also want to talk about pace. Um again, I'm I'm brand new into the into, you know, full time play development side and uh, pace is something that you know guys need to do a better job at, at learning and and accepting. Um, you know there are different levels. There's you know uh, when to go when to go fast, when to go slow. Um, just playing with pace and understanding certain reads uh, from a ball from a ball screen aspect. Um, being able to man- manipulate a ball screen, uh, I think, is one of the most effective skills you know, a guy can have, um, as a ball handler, um, as a forward setting the ball screen, just knowing how and when, um, ghosting screens and different things like that, just understanding different reads, you know, that's what the game is going to, um, is ball screens, um, especially at the higher level and, uh, playing after, playing off the ball I, is, is one of the hardest things to teach, you know, um, the NBA. You know, you have some teams that, that move the basketball really well and, and, and do a great job of, you know, setting pin downs and, 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 you know, occupying weak side defenses and things like that. And then you have some teams that kind of um, stand around and, and watch guys do their individual thing. Um, so, you know, with, with the younger generation watching these things, uh, when you go to live action, sometimes they have a hard time translating, you know, how to play off the ball. So that's one of the things that um I heavily focus on um, and trying to teach.
0: Yep, well said. Uh, we had Alvin Brooks on. He did an awesome job before we even got into being All Access Network. Uh, he talked about, I want to say, it's the 90, is it 95% or 85%? Yeah. I, I, may be, I may be mistaken. What did you say?
3: 95%.
0: So I thought 95 So they, they chart and they track um, the 95% and they have their own um, analytics, so to speak, of what they value that they want guys to understand, but 95% of the game, you're without the ball in your hand.
3: Exactly.
0: So what are you doing to impact winning that 95% of the time? And that is an extremely hard part to, to, to add in the player development because everybody wants to get better with, like you said, dribble, pass, yep. shoot, you know, yep. dribble, pass, shoot, dribble, pass, shoot. And those things are as important as anything. But if you can understand how important it is to add value, he talked about Mark Vital kind of took on the uh, – the, the mantra or the, the nickname of Mr. 95, you know, and that was kind of basically talk, talking about being all about the things that, you know, and, and he could essentially, he has a great chance of anybody to make money doing that, right. Doing all the other stuff. Uh, so I think that's great. that You touched on it. I'm glad you did because it is one of those things that kind of gets forgotten in all of the midst of the college of, of the game period at all levels. So appreciate you sharing that. Dre. Uh,
1: yeah I mean you can tell um, who who our mentor is when you're talking to me and Jeff because a lot of our stuff aligns um spacing for me is is, is so important because I think what it does is it, it it really if when it's done properly it stresses the defense you know it puts them in situations where they have to make a tough decision you know, um, one of the most frustrating things for me to watch as a as a you know, basketball guy is when you're watching the game and, you know, the ball is moving, people are moving, and kids are just standing. They don't know where to be. They don't know where to go. They don't know how to do it. So spacing is is just important because of everything that comes with it and just knowing where to be on the floor. And also when you're attacking with the ball in your hands to know – that your teammate is going to be where he or she is supposed to be and that's all in that spacing uh area and then the other two when it comes to ball handling and shooting um, the game has become so versatile now where players need to be able to to handle the ball you is it, the more you can handle the ball the more opportunities you have to be effective and efficient i mean that goes from the one to the five so the ball handling is so vital because it makes you more virtual. And, you know, Jeff touched on it when it comes to the shooting. Uh, if you can shoot, there'll always be a place for you. You know, so I'm really, I'm really detailed when it comes to trying to become a better shooter, trying to do the things that are necessary um, to improve your shooting and your mechanics and things like that. Because, you know, when it comes to the ball handling and the spacing in the, today's game, you know, if you can do it, you know, you're going to have more opportunities to be effective and make an impact on the team.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I think going with this position, positionless era of basketball on both sides of the ball is important. We'll talk about defense a little bit. We'll give it one word uh, real quick, and then we'll go straight to mentors. Ben, you mentioned uh, you and Jeff kind of having the same mentor, and Dre, uh, we'll talk about yours as well. But. Defensively, if you had to pick, let's just say three things, too. Um, wh- what are the things that you work to do your best to instill? Because I don't think it's just about teaching. Some of that is about the culture at which you hold your guys to that standard of intensity, right? We we, we talked about uh, Houston just coming back and beating Wichita State tonight, and I don't know if there's a more intense coach in the country than Kelvin Sampson and demanding his guys uh, to play at a certain level of intensity. So um talk about defensively what's three things anybody can go but what strings is three things that you work to instill in your players within player development i'll
1: i'll, I'll go ahead and start this one um there's a lot with defense but cutting it into three the first thing that i would say would be uh in today's game is keeping your hands out keeping your hands out of the you know out of out of the the, the play you know they, they it's gotten so touchy now where you really have to teach your defenders how to keep their hands out and really defend with their feet. Um Another thing that I think goes really missed uh in defense now is help side defense and knowing how to rotate, you know, just being on the help side, knowing where to be, having the old school saying with pistols, being able to see ball man uh, moving without the ball. I think the help side defense is really important. Um so I mean honestly I'd make that you know A and B because I would say the rotation. Yes. So I would say I would say uh playing without, you know, without your hands, rotating on defense and just being in the being in the hip side. I mean I see it all the time and it drives me crazy, but it's like they don't prioritize it anymore.
0: So yeah, I think those are the biggest things when you go to the next level, yes, the game goes up even more. So when they didn't have to you can get away with it in high school, let's be honest. Right. Because, yeah. um, because you're such an elite athlete, most of the time yeah. you're a next level player.
3: Yeah,
0: um, but no, those are good. Those are good. Dre, I'll let you go next for we'll that. Uh, JD go we'll last. Uh,
3: I would say, I would just say, uh, feet activity. Um, being being ready before you know the actual play before it's your time to close out. Like, um, you know, getting your feet moving, chopping, whatever you have to do uh, to get active to where. You know, on the money, when that ball is being swung, you ready to close out. you ready to challenge and things like that. Um, definitely uh, rotations. You know, college is different than, than, than the NBA and the, and the professional game to where, you know, you can sit in that paint. Um, so understanding rotations and, and tags and, and, and things of that nature. Um, and closeouts, man. Um, you know, different closeouts. Closing out to which hand. Uh, closing out knowing... Who you're you're posing out to, you know? Shooters. Are you going to fly by? Um, are you going to challenge on, You know, on the right side. Just just different things like that, man. Staying in the play, um, but active feet, active rotations feet are, are are huge for me. Um,
2: well, mine are more so on the on the uh, on the broader perspective from a mentality standpoint. It's it's, it's really. V- valuing the defensive end, you know, re- like you know how you uh, classify people that oh that guy or that girl has a real defensive mentality, or that's a defensive coach is is really having that type of mentality um, and 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 really taking it personal. I, I think a lot of times people don't uh, don't 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 care <laughs> uh, simply the they, they uh, players and 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 parents alike oftentimes define their success by what goes through the basket and I think there's there's a lot of people that in, in, in the NBA right now that, that that can defend and make a three and 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 they're being paid a lot of money you know what I mean so and and, and they they take it personal and they take a lot of pride in it and uh and and, and lastly is is terminology uh not not just you know not just defense uh, obviously I mean you know understanding defensive uh terminology is extremely important but just terminology as a whole, you know, uh, how do you expect, to, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I speak multiple languages. And, and if I speak, if somebody speaks to me in, in, uh, you know, in, 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 Spanish that I don't understand particularly well, I can't have that conversation with that person. So for me, it's extremely important that, uh, aside from all the things that we're learning in basketball, terminology is equally as important because if, 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 you don't understand the terminology and the language that I'm speaking, then how are you supposed to understand it? So, uh, you know, uh, me- just mentality, uh, t- t- taking it, taking it, pers- taking the defensive end personal, and uh, and and understanding terminology.
0: Yeah, terminology part is another big part of translation to both level, college level, and to, to the pro level, and
2: and not like and not like jelly or or sna- like 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 yeah. the, the real stuff understanding where the nail is at understand you know not, what
0: not, I mean, slang. not slang understanding what uh down screen curl screen <laughs> you know if you're if you're icing a ball screen right. uh, if you're siding the ball screen if you're trapping it whatever it may be and, and the terminology for each program is different the nail could be called a nail in one program it's yep. called uh, nail. Uh, nail. Nail we call it all kind of things. So, and then understanding the terminology of other opponents that you're playing against because the scouting component is as big of thing as anything um as well and then you talked about not taking it personal. For some reason it's like a defense mechanism sometimes for kids, they just don't even want, they want to act like it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Or I'm, I'm going to go back and score on them. Like that don't really matter. Like just let me do him back, coach. Like no nah. yeah like the real the real pride comes on the defensive end if you can actually stop somebody but that's a hard a hard thing to instill um t- talk real quick what's two words you would say about film and then we'll go to mentors then we'll go to you guys all leaving your own mark and, and talk about that but just two words you say about film is it important is it not important uh, how how can you use it uh, should players pay more attention to it uh, obviously there's a component where they want to watch highlights, right? We're in a mixtape generation. So that does not count as film. So we're talking about actual film study, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, like the guys that are, that are doing the detail on ESPN, watching film to that level of detail, not talking about highlights. So just two words real quick, toss it around, and then we'll go straight to your mentors.
1: Well, I mean, for me, uh, film is vital. I mean, there's no other... It's no other way to do it, to, to, to say it. It's, it's vital because it allows you to be able to show kids so they can literally see on tape what it is they're doing wrong and then you show them how to fix it. What do you do better? This is what you could have did in this situation. So that visual component, a lot of kids are visual learners. So, you know, that component is vital.
3: No, absolutely. I,
2: I, I, would, I would say un, unbiased. Because you you hey so and so you 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 have terrible body language, you 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 react differently. No, I don't. Okay, well, here's here's ten straight clips of you showing bad body language. It's not it's not Jeff, your coach, or Ben, your coach, or Dre, your coach, that's giving an opinion. Here's literally ten clips of you showing terrible body language. And you know, and and because of that, it's unbiased and and I think it's the most valuable teacher there is because it's like you can deny or whatever it is that you, you said you did and you didn't, like hey
3: don't, 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 lie. Lie. <laughs> okay. don't, don't lie. No, definitely. Um um no film is essential, man. Um and even from you know, we talk about the broad perspective of of uh rotations, you know, things like that, but studying studying an individual player for a couple of possessions. How does he move? You know, things like that. Like that's something that you know, transitioning from college to uh, pros or, or whatever, they like individual player development. Um, that's something that I've learned. Watch a player for for 10 possessions. How does he move? How does he do this? How does he do like things like that? So um, no, film is essential, man. Again, it doesn't lie. Um, be able to teach and, 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 I don't know, film is essential. Film is essential. And
1: you know, one of the, uh,
3: one of the biggest,
1: uh, benefits that I feel come from the pandemic is, is, you know, Zoom has come into play and learning how to work with Zoom and learning how to utilize it. Uh, I've been really trying to encourage a lot of my, uh, I mean, my kids that are in college now, my high school kids, trying to get them to have, Zoom calls with me where we can go over film together where I can show That's them awesome. even though they're at school, you know. I'm like, hey, let's get on tonight and uh you know, let's let's go through and let's walk through your film. It's, it. it's weird because they don't want to catch on to it. Like it, like I, I keep presenting it to certain kids, and it's it's like they're like, Yeah, okay, coach, but they don't really grasp how valuable it is. And it's like for me, I'm gonna keep pushing it because. I realize that now that I see that it's a tool that I can utilize for these kids, the ones that really are serious about it, they're going to grab hold to it and then it's going to really benefit them.
0: Yeah. You, you, you actually want, maybe want to jump in on one more question. So we're going to extend this episode a little bit, but um, I love that. I've never heard that first of all. So I never thought about that idea from your grassroots player development coach who may live in Houston or in LA or in Dallas. Now I'm at college in Massachusetts or Washington and I can literally, yes, I have my coach, but this is the person who helped create me to the player I am. And it's the person that helped me evolve. It's the person I go to in the off season. So we're doing the same things in the off season with my film from the year before. Why not do a little bit of that during the season just to keep you confident and keep you sharp and keep you on your game? That's all it's about. Right. You're not trying to be a college coach or tell no. what is college.
1: It's coach. a it's a fine line. But it's also because a lot of times for me, and you don't want to overdo it. You know, I tell them, I'm like, look, we're only going to do about 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes at most because I you know, college, you know how packed their day is. Right. But it's just, it's little things that you can see and show them. You're like, look at, look at, look at how you're moving. That's not you, you know. And,
0: and look- it goes back to, not to cut you off, uh, Ben, mm-hmm. but it goes back to empowering them to be and teaching them to be the best version of themselves. And when you can see them not being the best version of themselves and you know them and you see them being frustrated or not getting the result they can, you're just wanting to plug back into the source and say, hey, let me let me help get you back to the best version of you that we've talked about, that we've helped get you to where you are. So the part I wanted to ask about is social media and, uh, and um, mental fitness, mental health, um, just it's different now. Kids now have so many distractions. They have so many voices. They have so many um, opinions, right? So kind of what made me think of this is as you were talking, Ben, the idea of, oh, another person is going to try to tell me how I should be or how I shouldn't be. Now, granted, you, you're part of their inner circle. We're not talking about you reaching out to a kid you don't really know just because right. you're a fan, right? No, you're not talking about that. You're talking about somebody who you helped develop and raise. So. Uh, The question is, how do you guys, and and we don't have to go long on this, even though it's an important topic, we'll we'll save it for the next time, but how do you guys feel about slash address slash help these young men and women cope with all of, I don't know if you guys have seen Social Dilemma, but even some of us are working with young kids and talking about the bullying and the, uh, with girls especially, kind of that shaming and making them feel like they're not enough. And and then you just talk about college guys. You've seen NFL guys, NBA guys, Kevin Love, Dak Prescott, talk about uh, them going through that mental health battle and how important that is now. So just talk a little bit about that, uh, if you don't mind, before we kind of talk about your mentors and close it out.
1: Um, I, I'll start this one again. Um, the times have changed so much, man. Um, I can be honest and open up with you guys and let y'all know that, uh, you know, I had an experience in, in college, um, you know, as a freshman where I was going through a hard time and, you know, I didn't know what it was a small kid from Louisiana. I moved all the way out to, uh, you know, went to school in Providence and, you know, I went through depression, you know, and it was, it was, it felt embarrassed, you know, embarrassing for me. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't know what it was. I didn't really understand it. I just knew what the doctor told me. Um and you know, I kind of kept it to myself and didn't say anything. But, you know, with now it's even more prevalent for the simple fact that everything now is is done through the phones, through through social media and 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 our kids really feed off of approval. You know, they approve they they feed off of wanting to get attention, wanting to get likes a lot more than, you know, previous generations. So the one thing that I do anytime I'm interacting with a kid is I'm very conscious of before I say anything that may be critical, I always started off with something positive just to, to kind of get them in a, in a positive mindset. And I'm very careful. And, you know, with, with uh, how I critique them, you know, and make sure that it's in a positive way that's explaining to them in, in the context of what we talked about in the past, that it's to help them to be better. I'm not trying to demean them. I'm not trying to hurt them. But if you trust in what I'm telling you, it's going to help you to improve. So it's, just, it's a lot of it is about how you communicate with them and making sure that they understand that what you're teaching them and what you're giving them is to help them to be better, you know.
2: Um, I guess I'll go. I'll go, Dre, if you don't mind. Um, so uh, I, I guess how I deal with it is—is is I really, especially you know, because younger youth, youth are so much more impressionable. Is—is—and I can hear my dad telling me this when I was younger—is—is is really choose your circle wisely. And I would give the same advice to, you know, uh, uh, an up-and-coming high school, uh, or college, uh, or pro player, is that really choose your circle wisely because you know the majority of the time it's when you allow those different voices uh, to impact your decision making, and when it affects your mental state, it, it affects your emotional state and, and well-being. So, in an era that we live in, that that like like Ben mentioned that. Uh, that constantly that constantly seeks cra- uh, and, and craves validation uh, is to really seek and crave it from the people that are actually in your circle, and, and from those people that actually care for you. And and you know, uh, for anybody that I've worked with or or, 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 or that I've coached before, I, I push them hard. But I you know, it's equally as important to uh, and vital to show them how much I care because no matter what uh, I say or do or how how hard I push them. I won't be able to maximize my ability to, 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 to maximize their ability, uh, to, you know, if, if they don't know how much I care. So, um, you know, the, and, 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 and it, and it goes to say for, you know, ju- just the life in general, you just gotta, you just gotta choose your people wisely. I mean, even, even throughout this, this past year, uh, I've, I've, I've had to, you know, move some people out of the circle and move some people into it and, and, and it's never going to be perfect, but, um, you know, uh, just constantly having those
3: things in mind, I think, uh, will really help help any any individual. No, I, I couldn't agree with you guys more. Um, just being able to decipher what's what's real from the fake, you know. Um, social media era, uh, a lot of guy, a lot of people put stuff up there that's, you know, to show, you know, faith. So being able to disciple what's what's the real thing to say, you know, my mom always say, you know, the world doesn't love you, um, like the family does. Um and that goes back to choosing your circle, right? Mm-hmm. Choosing your circle. And I guess for me, that's why I'm so big on relationships. And this is something that I learned from, from Tim actually. Um, he's big on like uh birthdays and zodiacs and things like that, understanding um, you know, how to coach guys and, and, and girls from that aspect. Um, can you really attack a kid um, and, and, and get on to them um, because they can handle it or if this individual kid cannot you know kind of fall back and, and, and approach it you know my coaching style from a from a different from a different um, standpoint because you know his personality trait might be um, um, a certain way. So um, again, it goes back to the relationships, um, having the right people in your ear um understanding personalities and being able to decipher the, the real from the fake
0: yeah great stuff again just a big time uh topic i want to make sure i touched on that because the player development has so much to do with that aspect of it and uh, a friend of mine that's a former college coach as well uh been a head coach and now is doing player development uh, he mentioned this and he's so right when you're in this space as a player development coach, you almost you're you're you rarely ever the bad cop, right? Like, yeah, you push them hard, but you're pushing them hard and something that they want to be great at, which is themselves, their individual performance, right? So they take it differently from you. You don't decide playing time like their coach does, like Dre did or was a part of doing when you were a college coach and Jeff when you were and uh and, and Ben when you were a high school head coach. So you don't decide playing time. So you're ultimately the good cop. Even when you give them tough love, they're gonna come back to you because they still wanna get better as a player. So uh, how you help them as a, and lead them in so many other areas like, player, like uh, mental health is so important. So I wanted to make sure we touched on that. Uh, so real quick before we leave, we'll wrap up and talk about just anything you wanna share uh, about the guys that have kind of taken you under their wing. We both mentioned John Lucas for Ben and Jeff, and then uh, Tim Martin, who was one of the best as well uh, out of Dallas with Shaw. So you guys can kind of both go, we'll go at least one Lucas and then we'll go Tim Martin and then we'll go another Lucas. I don't care what order. And then as we end, uh, just talk about what mark you want to leave on the game. You know, I think we we talk about this, our slogan with all access uh, network is um, to write your story, which we're all doing, leave your mark and create your legacy. So, so obviously we've talked about your story, uh, your mark and your legacy have a lot to do with it. But I want to specifically focus on the mark you want to leave in this player development thing. So uh, you can answer both at once and then we'll close out. So one of the one of the Lucas uh, uh, disciples will go first.
2: <laughs> OK, I'll go first, Ben. You <laughs> Yeah. Um, so Luke, Luke has been, you know, uh, he he's been, uh, I think, the biggest influence on 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 my uh, player development career, and I think uh, how how I know everybody in this on this panel right now is is because of him. And you know, Ben and I first met, you know, I, I'm not even sure now, but uh, probably close to a decade ago. And you know, I I personally gravitate to people like Luke. So whoever knows him, you know, he's. He's a no-nonsense guy and tells you what it is, and you know he tells you. He doesn't tell you what you what, what you want to hear, and he'll always tell you what you need to hear. And you know he's really helped guide and develop me into uh, in, into the coach I am today uh, through his mentorship and and the doors that he's helped open for me. So uh, I, I'm I'm forever grateful for you know him being around and continuing to be a guy that I can just shoot a text to or have a have a brief conversation with. And and uh, you know he's he's been tremendous. You know, and um, uh, and then on the on the uh, I, I guess the, the the parting words or or, or however, you know uh, the, the mark I want to leave um, in, in the game is is and 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 I say this all the time, and I hashtag it on on, on a lot of my social media where I, I just say change change the world, and I and I really believe I can I can do that, like I I confidently think I can change the world and. And, and and i just use basketball doing so you know what i mean and uh um you know w- w- one of the muhammad ali's quotes that i that i certainly live by is um he says service to others is the rent that you pay for your room on this earth so you know with, with those two kind of concepts in mind uh again i just i just use basketball uh to do that so uh you know i, I just i just think back on all the the lives I I may have impacted and changed and, and, uh, whether it gets any notoriety or, or, or it doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. And, uh, you know, and, and, and and I, and I'll continue to do it the rest of my life. Hopefully.
3: Okay. So funny story, man. Um, so I met Tim Martin, uh, about two years ago, I had just got the job at Eastern New Mexico as the associate head coach. Um, I was home with my family in New York, walking down Central Park in the summertime, and I walked past Tim White. I stopped him, and he was by himself, random, in in, in Central Park in New York City. Um, Stopped him, I let him know who I was. Uh, I mentioned my relationship with P.J. Washington, um, who who, Tim has trained since P.J. was in high school um and we exchanged information and we kept in touch every now and again um when the situation happened at eastern new mexico and i moved down to frisco um you know i I knew tim was was still in the gym and training guys and i had his phone number i hadn't talked to him in a long time and i was i was somewhat nervous about hitting him hitting him up um i didn't i hadn't talked to him in a long time didn't know how he would respond um actually my, my my wife encouraged me to hit him up and um and I did uh so I hit him up it was probably about 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning um I texted him and he called me right away um let him know what I had going on that I was in town and he said man I was gonna put on Instagram that I needed help he said are you able to come are you able to come to the gym right now I said well you know yeah I I, I have to situate my son but I, I can be there what do you need um, so he gave me the address. So about twelve thirty, I was able to get down to the gym. At one o'clock, Miles Turner walks in. And that was my first workout. Right, uh, hit the ground running. Um, Tim, unbelievable dude, man. Um, I was born on September 29th. He was born on September thirtieth. Uh, my son born March twenty sixth. His son March twenty eighth. So you talk about just similar guys similar personalities um outgoing but very quiet at the same time but very very given um he's given me so much knowledge he's taken me under his wing constantly educating me on you know how he conducts his workouts uh things that he believes in um you know details he's, he's very detail oriented um and just like me um on the detail side but as far as relationships that he's built um, he's big on that, as I as am I. Um, you know, one thing he says on the details end is, "Is what are the details within the details?" You know, so he, man, I, I could go on about that dude. He, he's an unbelievable dude. Um, he gives you the shirt off his back. Um, very knowledgeable, and he's he, he's done a great job developing uh, guys in the post. And, and you know, for him to entrust in me. Um, Allow me to run workouts. Uh, he went out of town one time, and, and you know I had the guys. So for him to instill that trust and take me under his wing, I, I can't say enough about that guy. And I'm, I'm just grateful for the opportunity and the platform that he's uh, given me. You know, and, and again, man, it just the the relationships. Um, I'm, I'm 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 big on relationships and, and good customer service, and that's something that. You know, aside from basketball and the details and the education that, that you're going to get, um, you know, you, you're always going to remember how I made you feel. Um, and, and that's something that I want people to know and understand. Okay.
1: Um, I mean, for me, uh, you know, talking about Coach Lucas, man, uh, he's literally like a second dad to me. Um, my whole... Like I, my first interaction with Luke came uh, right after I finished that uh, finished school. Um, he actually invited me. He at that time he was a uh, he was the head coach with with Cleveland. So he, he ended up inviting me after that uh, after that summer, inviting me to training camp uh, with the Cavaliers. Um, you know, I grew up through that time, all the time that I was uh, playing with Lil J. Uh, you know, Little Luke. You know, playing with those guys. So we, you know, we gained a, a, a relationship that goes back, you know, over twenty years now. Um, but the thing about him is, is, if you know him, you know, like like Jeff said, he's a no nonsense guy, but he's an honest guy. He's a fair guy, and if you have him in your corner, you know, he'll he'll do everything in his power to to, to help you and to to teach you. You know. He takes time with guys. He tells them the truth. He teaches them the business. Um, he teaches them the process. He he doesn't sugarcoat it. Um, he's really helped me um, with improving a lot of my weaknesses as a not just not just in basketball but in life in general. You know what I mean? He he's really been a great mentor. Um, you know that that you know you can I can't compare with uh, you know like like just said I've been. I've been uh, working with him, going on a decade now uh, with his caps and within the last six years, you know, kind of taking on the role of being his right hand. And I mean, still to this day, every opportunity that I get just to come and spend time with him um, is a blessing because you always learn something from Luke. You know, it, it it can be about it can be about basketball, it can be about your marriage, it could be about you know, just life in general, but, uh, you know, he's a wealth of knowledge that, you know, I've just been blessed to to be around for this much time. Um, and then kind of going to the next thing on what what my impact would like to be. Um, I think the best way to describe it is, is I'd like to be a shining light. You know, I'd like to be a guide for kids. I would like to be a shining light for players and, young men and young women um, just to to navigate through this world and and navigate um, through life Uh, i've had a lot of experiences a lot of bad experiences a lot of hard experiences and that was really the main reason what you know brought me into this into this was i wanted to be able to help teach kids how to not make the mistakes that i made you know and how to come up through this this game and in life um with somebody that was just there to to guide them to not make the same mistakes, um, not have to transfer um, you know, colleges, um you know, not do the dumb things um and and, and not get your academics in, in situations and things like I did. Uh you know, don't live with regret. You know, don't 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 look back and say, boy, if I could have did this this a little bit better who knows where i could be um so that's that's really what drives me is is to try to be a shining light you know for for players and 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 kids you know just to 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 have somebody to talk them through it have somebody that's been there you know i tell kids all the time i'm like i doubt you're gonna mess up as bad as i i did um so to have somebody that has been through the mistakes and been through the issues, um, you know, I, I feel like it gives them a little a little confidence to know that it's okay and you can get through it and you can be a better person for it. So the more that I can help prevent those issues, you know, the better that I feel about, it, you know, what I've done. Yeah, well it's there fellas,
0: uh Definitely uh, wrapping it up, and so grateful for you guys coming on. Um, I can't say enough about how you guys have all impacted me in one way or another. And Ben talked about this earlier. Uh, I think he was talking about it in marriage, but sometimes you go to give, and you get more from it than uh, than, than the person that you're giving to, right? And so I know for myself, talking about with Dre, I mean, I, I've gotten so much from him just because I want to see him to be successful and. Uh, the energy that I put into him, he don't even know it, but he's he's helped me and, and helped even keep me accountable. Like, hey you saying this? But I'm watching how you're walking too. So, mm-hmm. as a young girl in the business behind me, I, I, he's always pushed me and not even knowing it. And then, you know, Ben and, and Jeff, you know, Jeff from a standpoint of, uh, again, just as a college coach when I work with him and and going back to college, it always just stood out to me like he's not afraid to be himself. Right. He's not afraid to own who he is, shine his light in his own way and be his authentic self and be innovative and outside the box. You know, I love his ability to connect with kids and communicate, but just be outside the box. And I think that was something as a college coach, when you're stuck in a box, you you if you have any of that in you, you you appreciate it at a different level. So you spoke to me, your energy spoke to me in a way that's like, man, when I can get to a space, where whatever i'm doing i can be similar to that then i know i'm in a good space right and i think i had to turn it on turn it off like in this space it's safe so i can be who i am in this space i got to kind of dim my light and, and and just be walk on eggshells to make sure everybody's good because you know college basketball is fragile right so i appreciate Jeff for that and then ben just been a constant um encouragement from afar man he don't even know it either but just for him to reach out. So we ran into each other at the same hotel. My wife's coaching. She's a volleyball coach. She's coaching nationals. I run in the bin. Um, I'm trying to think at the time if I was in between. I think I was in between jobs because I was able to talk to you after the game. But I went and watched his son play. He invited me. I went and checked him out. And he said, man, we got to link up, man. And then he eventually invited me. Lucas' camp, and, and just at the time when you're in between jobs, and, and Andre can talk about this a little bit, or he can attest to this, uh, when you are either fired, or your staff was fired, or you're just not renewed, or you're in between jobs, and you're in this business where everybody can see it and everybody knows it, and even though people aren't really thinking about your stuff, you feel like everybody's looking at you like, yo, that's the dude that's, he got fired, you know what I mean? You feel like you have some kind of disease or something, so for Ben to just reach out and be like, man come come over here with Luke, come come hang out with us, come get in the gym with us, come come do this and then it just continued to just be like, yo come to the next one. and that just did so much. and then even like little things like acknowledging me in a time where I was in between, but he was still supporting whether it was from a text message or uh, or or a retweet from Lucas or whatever it may be or, or sending me a message. it just let me know at the time when you're when you're struggling, like, yo, you're good. Keep going. You know what I mean? And I can't say enough about that. And he's, he's called and asked me conversations. So again, I have so much respect. I could talk about it all day for the podcast because you guys are outside of the lines now, or two of you are Dre, you are now, but I was able to pay for what these men did for me to you. Right. When yeah. you were in between jobs and you were trying to figure out, I'm like, you got to yeah. keep on with that, but you still want to be plugged in over here. So, I say all that to say, man, thanks so much. Uh, I'll let you guys have any last words. I, I'll keep talking all day. I've been quiet for a while, so I had to jump in and just give you guys some love because uh, people need to understand, you know, how important it is to 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 not only know the people like you guys, but everybody has their own circle in their own space where they can make more impact than even they realize. Like, obviously, we're talking about player development, but it's human development at the same time, you know, and it's not about – I said a thing uh, just the other day about some of my top 10 things for this year. And one of them is like, don't be, never underestimate the power of encouragement and acknowledgement, right? Of others, right? We got to be able to celebrate others the same way we want to be, maybe not even celebrate ourselves, but the same way we want our players to be celebrated the same way we want our players to be valued. So you guys are tremendous at that. And uh, love what you guys do as far as really taking the details of the game and really holding players accountable as a as a college coach division one coach you wanted to find the Ben Perkins uh the JD's the Andre Shaw's in in that community where your players are from so you can say yo in the offseason you you guys spend some time here because you knew there wasn't going to be any drop off from the communication from the details from the terminology from the film study from the accountability from the being pushed and being taught so I just have so much respect for, for you guys. I know Dre's the rookie in the space, but I know he's been killing it. I know his character, I know what he's about. He's just needed this opportunity. So I'll let the young fella go first, then Jeff will end with the OG and then we'll close it out. Just any closing words you
3: guys have. Man, Brian, I, first of all, I just want to say thank you, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the platform, man. You've been doing an, a, an amazing job, man. And I appreciate the relationship. I appreciate all that you've done for me. Um, in my career and, and, and just being that, that big brother for me, man, I, I really do. And I'm, I'm proud of what you're doing. I'm proud of the direction that you're going. It's, it's, it's truly amazing, man, and it's a blessing. So, for real, that it means a lot to me.
2: Yeah.
3: It it means a lot to me. You know, that it's, you know, there's some good and bad things about this business, man. And, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a blessing to know, you know, guys that are in it and do the right things all the time man so um good job man and, I, and i'm proud of you and, and ben and jeff man um you know i've watched you guys from afar and uh um, i just wanted it's nice, me. you know, it nice meeting you You know it's nice meeting you and i'm glad to to have met you guys and and um been able to enjoy this experience this is my first podcast you know this is my first podcast so um a little nervous and and, and things like that but um very appreciative and, and i'm rooting for you guys man i really am um if there's anything i can do to help you know or, shit, i want to learn from you guys or, as we continue on man you know i'm a sponge I'm a sponge. so if there's anything i could do to help or i could come to some sessions or, or whatever the case may be and vice versa man you guys are always welcome um to come check out what we do so um thank you and again I, i'm blessed yeah appreciate
2: that right Likewise, Drake. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, uh, first Brian, you got a, extremely proud of you and everything that you're doing with, with, uh, with the all access coaches corner. you know, I, I, I just learned now, I didn't know that, that, that this was your thing. So for, for me to digest that and absorb it and, 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 and be a part of it with, with, you know, with, with, these guys alongside. I mean, it's, it's really, uh, it, it, it's, an honor for me to be a part of it. Uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm truly supportive of this platform that you're doing. You know, obviously, giving the spotlight to uh, to minority coaches. Uh, you know, in this game that are, that are doing things the right way. I mean, you know, Dre had touched on it, where you know sometimes the basketball or, or the business of basketball uh, doesn't necessarily have a clean reputation, but uh, right. it, it, it's platforms like this that were able, that you're able to shed light on the ones that are or or, or, or the or the bright. Um, you know, uh, glimpses of of, of of greatness that that, that are around and, and obviously not just, you know, just everything that you're doing. And, and, and most importantly, I'm supportive of you and everything that you're doing. And, and Dre, like you said, uh, you know, any, any way that I can help continue to help either, you know, any of you guys, I'm always there. Texas is my, uh, my second home. So uh, I'm sure at some point I'll be in Dallas again soon. So I'll be seeing you. Okay. And, uh, Houston, uh Houston, I'll be there sooner than later. So uh so per you know you, you know we'll be crossing paths and, and, and Brian, I'm not sure. I don't even know where you're at anymore, but <laughs> <that's all. laughs>
0: hopefully I'll see you soon. I'm on protection, we got good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, JD. Appreciate it, man. Of course.
1: Yeah, and I, I I wanna piggyback off of you know those guys. Uh Brian man is it it is great to see you know the growth that you've had you know what i mean from like you're saying from that time that we we came across each other in the you know in the in the hotel room i mean in the hotel and mm-hmm. you know in the hallway and catching up you know uh, to seeing how you really embraced and accepted you know what i mean the path that's been presented to you yep. uh, you know it, it's so important you know nowadays even now more than ever to be able to accept what, what opportunities you know are coming your way and then really embracing them and 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 going in full force. And I mean, you know, following the podcast and you know what I mean, what you built with All Access Network, it, it's, it's really inspiring to to watch you kind of carve out your niche in 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 this process. And, and knowing you and understanding that is it's only it's only one part. Of, of where you're gonna end up, but seeing how you've embraced it, man, is it, it's really great to see, um, you know, it's this, 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 everything now, especially with this business is, it it gets negative. You know what I mean? And people want to tear each other apart. People want to tear each other down. They want to tear kids down. And It is important to connect and see and interact with people that have the right energy. That have that positive energy. Um, I think Jeff kind of you know hit on it, but good people normally gravitate towards each other. You know what I mean? And it's 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 important that when you come across those those good people in this business, that you keep them close. You know, and and you you connect with them, and you know now more than ever, man, it's important just. Uh, you'll be amazed with a simple text message being like, hey, I'm just checking in with you to see how you're doing, how that impacts guys now. You know what I mean? Uh, Understanding in this business how crazy it is um, right now, just knowing that people are thinking about you a lot of times and you know you got people in your corner, sometimes that's just enough to keep you pushing and keep you going. So, you know, I think this is really great for us to be able to connect and talk and, you know, kind of kind of fellowship with each other because it's it's important now more than ever you know so it's an honor for me to be you know a part of this and just to be a part of your journey man
0: yeah no doubt man appreciate you guys and uh look forward to getting the public to be able to see what you guys are about and learn about and uh, i don't believe this will be the last time we'll do this because uh you guys are top on my list when it comes to this type of stuff and again i think there's a lot of hype right there's a lot of and this is not to knock, and I'll end with this, this is not to, to knock the flash of some of the of of the of the videos that we all see and that we all come across. Um, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat, right? Just like there's a lot of ways to be a successful coach, but uh, I have a certain amount of appreciation for the guys that are doing it with a lot of substance and a lot of uh, character and integrity and a lot of skill, a lot of ability, a lot of uh, elite um, how can I say this impact and, and influence and effect in their development. Um, and obviously you guys talked about your mentors. You've learned from some of the best in the business, but you guys are not always the guys that get celebrated. So I'm excited for people to get a chance to get to know, to pull back the curtain, get the all access. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to keep going, man. So salute to you guys, keep going. What you do is extremely important. you know. And even if it's just uh, an hour podcast recording that gets a chance and people to get a chance to see it. Hopefully that gives you guys a boost to continue to shine your light even brighter because it's needed and needed more now than ever. Because we got a lot of stuff going on in our world that's dark. And we we need light. So keep up the great work. Love y'all. Love y'all boys, man. Thanks so much for letting me uh finally coordinate everybody together. And uh let's keep going, man. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going.
1: Definitely.
0: Thanks for having me. Okay, fellas. All
3: right. All right. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget
0: to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.